all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host, Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. Tonight, I have a very special guest that I've been trying to get on this per, for almost two years now. One of my closest friends, Amber. Say hi, Amber. <laughs> hi, Amber. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Alyssa, for having me. You're I'm welcome. So excited I've talked about you here. many times on the podcast. And oh, I wow. have not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, oh, I wonder if Amber will hear this. So Amber and I met in seventh grade. You remember how you remember how we met, Mr. Corbett's class? Somebody threatened to beat you up, and I was <laughs> going to try to protect you by the lockers. Her name was Geraldine. I totally remember that. So and I had no fighting skills. <laughs> well, that's how I met Amber. And Amber has always been my 90210 friend. Like, you're the only 90210 friend. I mean, I have friends that like 90210, but you're the one that, like, really likes 90210. Uh, you are the perfect person to have on a 90210 podcast. Ah, I feel special. I know. So today we're going to be talking about um, season five, episodes 31. We're not going to do part two tonight. We're just going to do part one. We'll do part two later this week. And it's called P.S. I Love You. The air date was May 24th, 1995. And um, like always, I'm going to go over the music and the movies from that time. So... And I'm going to do it a little differently today. I'm going to do the number one at the end. So we're going to oh. go, we're going to go, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to change it up a little. So the top billboard hits from May 13th. I, I didn't get the next day. The, I just got May 13th. Number 10, Strong Enough by Cheryl Crow. Great song. Number Ooh. nine, Dear Mama Old School. Number eight, I believe Blessed Unions of Soul, Union of Souls. I said that totally wrong. I believe <laughs> Blessed Union of Souls. Number seven, Water Runs Dry, Boys to Men. Oh, my gosh. I remember them. Boys to Men. <laughs> yeah. Number six, Runaway, Real McCoy. Number five, Have You Ever Really Loved a Woman, Brian Adams. What oh. happened to Brian Adams? We should look him up. Yeah. He's on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I know Dion Ferris. That's number four. Number three, Red Light Special. Number two, Freak. Oh, sorry. Red Light Special by TLC. Number two, Freak Like Me, Adina Howard. And number one is this hit. This is how we do Okay, now think about this, Amber. Where we are, when this episode aired, we were uh, sophomores, almost ending our sophomore year. Yeah, yeah. We, we were, were driving. High school. We had our license. Barely driving. Um, yeah, sure pass driving school. <laughs> it worked for me. Shout out to sure pass. It worked for me too. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's gonna be a trip down memory lane. No one knows about my accidents. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the specific details. <laughs> so um, that was the number one song. This is how we do it. Montel Jordan. Gosh, that song is still really popular. You still hear it like on TikTok and everything still. 
It's um, kind of like a, a party song. It is. As, yeah. as if um, at a wedding or yeah. graduation, maybe. Yeah, totally. Okay, then I have the top movies of May 1995. This one oh. was fun. This one was fun. Because usually they're like a whole bunch of like bombs, <laughs> but this one was actually really good. Okay, so number one, Crimson Tide. Hmm, I never saw that. I think was that Denzel. If if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, guys. I I don't remember that one. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Bruce Willis. Yeah, while you were sleeping. Remember that movie? Oh, I I have a story about that movie. My sister watched that movie so much on VHS that she got the tape stuck in the VCR. Oh my God. That is so funny. That that happened to me when I tried to watch Newsies so many times. (laughs) Remember Newsies? (laughs) You were obsessed with Newsies. Uh Uh-huh. Number four, French Kiss. Remember Meg Ryan was like on top of the world in 1995. She Mm -hmm. was the girl next door. It was Meg Ryan and uh, Kevin Klein. In that movie, French Kiss. I haven't seen it. I just remember there was so yeah, many previews for it. I think they it. met on an airplane. Yep, that's what it was. Passengers, and they mm-hmm. end up falling in love. Yeah, or... yeah. Uh, it wasn't a very good movie. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. I've never seen it. Number five, Casper. I haven't seen that's that one either. <laughs> yeah, kids movie. <laughs> Number six, Friday. I have seen Friday. That was Friday the one. was on today, actually. It's on all the time. So Friday, are you telling me Friday was on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. Saturday. <laughs> number seven, Forget Paris. I think that was a Billy Crystal movie. Uh, number eight, Braveheart. <laughs> number nine, My Family. Number 10, a, goof, a Goofy movie. That was a good one. Okay, so that's all. That's so. I mean, you know, May of 1995, we were watching 90210. I 100% remember this episode. It's a very good episode. It is a really good episode. Now, do you want to know why I picked it? Because it's it's spring break. It's kind of like a spring break episode. Yeah, it kind of gets you in the the spring mood. Yeah, like Brandon, like there's a whole bunch of pool parties and they're in Palm <laughs> Springs, which is where they went for spring break the first season, you know. I love Palm Springs. I have so much to say about Palm Springs. That's good because I've never been there. You Seriously. have to go. I know. I live like three hours away from it. Yeah, there's so many cool things, even for kids. I got to take Preston there. Yeah, you okay. can take him to the snow, actually. Oh, cool. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, so you have your notes and I have my notes. Oh, oh yes. wait, hold on, hold on. Before we get started, we have to we have to go over this. Amber, who is your favorite girl on 90210? Okay. This is embarrassing to admit, but my favorite girl has always been Donna Martin, Tori Spelling. And I have so many stories about her that she, of course, I'm not obsessed, but uh, I just identified with her I loved her personal sunflower style yeah you did the whole virgin thing my my parents actually would sit down and watch with me 90210 episodes every Wednesday they would ask me when's the show going to be on and (laughs) and, don't you want to be like Donna Martin the virgin but they were not supervising me Alyssa they were really into it they I think that's definitely. really cool because my parents, my parents like, banned me from watching it. I, and I talked about that in my podcast <laughs> before. 
I was not able to watch it when they were talking about going on the, the pill, Emily Valentine, that one episode. Oh, that, that was controversial. Yeah. My mom's like, what are you watching? <laughs> like we're here like what, 14 years old. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little young if you're 14, but I remember <laughs> you telling me you would wake up about five o'clock in the morning or four o'clock and watch it in secret. No, even worse, Amber, even worse. I would get up and (laughs) this is so embarrassing. (laughs) I would get up early and try to catch the previews for it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, remember the episode where Scott died? Yeah. I had to watch that preview over and over again to see who who that hand was, who that arm was. And I literally remember waking up and sitting in my den or my little den over there with the TV. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's going to come on. And it never did, Amber. It never came on. That was back yeah. in the day when they had the national anthem at the end. Oh, the oh my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. Remember like that with the, with the uh, and then it would cut out. Back yeah. in the, God, I miss mm-hmm. the 90s so much. I did too. The clothing was good. Yeah. So I love Brenda. Of course, I've always been a Brenda girl. Mm-hmm. I love how she's a bitch. And I think she is gorgeous. <laughs> Um, I mean, she's not so gorgeous, like, you know, in the later seasons, but she's gorgeous. Yeah, she looked better. um, Season two, I would Mm -hmm. say season three. Then once they got to the college years, she started going downhill. She started looking like heroin cheek or something. (laughs) Yeah. But then but then Valerie came in and just rocked my world. I love Valerie. Yeah, Valerie Love her. loves, they needed that twist. Well, I was thinking still. about this today. Like, there was no bad girl until Valerie came in. Yeah, there really wasn't. Yeah. And, um, oh, and Amber's also my Melrose Place friend, by the way. Yes. <laughs> we'll Except have to do a Melrose episode. about Melrose Place now that I'm old. Oh, my oh, gosh. So, Alyssa, who's your favorite guy? My favorite guy is always Dylan. Yep. And I know who yours is. You like Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been for Brand the man. I loved his little convertible Mustang. Yep. And I'd go around and say, I'm going to get a stain. <laughs> oh, and, and I will put, I will post a picture of this, but Amber did get me the Dylan doll. Remember? <laughs> I forgot about the Dylan doll. I still have him. He, he went I with us. Have Brandon oh, doll. Let's talk about, before we go, before we go start, let's talk about our trip to the peach pit. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it was like the best day that you invited me and no one else wanted to go at first in our group. Right. And then like, I almost said, no, why would I do that? And then I said, wait a second. Yeah. I, I'm a super fan here. I have to go do this. Why would I say no? So I'm I know. so happy. It worked out for all of us to go. The food wasn't that great. No, the bathroom was kind of gross, but I had the coolest shirt ever that said Donna Martin graduates. Yeah. And it's just super fun. It was really fun. I mean, it really wasn't like a huge deal. I mean, literally guys, it was just a pop-up diner. It was just a little coffee shop that they made to look like the beach pit. (laughs) There was like maybe five seats in that place, like at the bar. Yeah. And it just had pictures and memorabilia from the show. And it was, I don't remember where it was. It wasn't where the peach pit was supposed to be. It was, well, no. I don't remember exactly. Was it Hollywood? I don't remember. 
West Hollywood. I think it was West Hollywood. Yeah. And we did have a waiter named Dylan. Oh my gosh, and, I forgot about that. And I did ask him if that was his real name or if the waiters and waitresses are just supposed to have character names. Oh, but my he, God. his name really was Dylan. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and it was a fun time. Um, it was uh, 2019. It was when the, the, the new 90210 had started, which I, by the way, loved. I know you didn't like it too I much. watched it too, yeah. Did you like it? I did like it, but then... Some of the flashbacks, not so much. They didn't really work, did they? Yeah. I mean, I they needed to bring it back and, and give it a try. I mean, there's so many fans that that want that. Well, I think that if, but, if Luke, was, Luke was still alive, it probably would have been a hit. Yeah, maybe. Rest in peace, Luke. I know. Oh, gosh. I'll never forget that day. Okay, let's, let's go ahead and get started because this is a long episode. <laughs> So we're doing part one, guys. Okay. So I have my notes here, Amber, and you can, you can, uh, you know, you can fill in if I miss something. (laughs) Okay. So um, we start off with the episode, Steve's cruising his Corvette to Palm Springs. (laughs) And I notice what he's wearing. He's wearing a tank top tucked into khaki shorts. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, Steve's come a long way because he used to have very short shorts. Remember? Um. Oh my! Yeah. Oh man, the the first season, uh, maybe the second, well, first and second season, he had some seriously short shorts. Um, so he sees a woman in a pink, or sorry, on a white convertible. I, I I found out later it's a Cadillac, a white Cadillac convertible, with a huge pink sun hat. I don't know why that cracked me up so much. <laughs> and they end up, he ends up going to the Rancho Las Palmas Resort in Palm Springs. Amber, have you heard of this place? No, I have not heard of this place. And I was that this close to Googling it. I was too. Cause I'm like, it, it was a Marriott. I was just, I was just like, cause you've been to Palm Springs before. Yes, I have been. And I've been to Palm desert and Indio and a lot of the surrounding areas. And the, this episode or both episodes really were filmed there. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, he goes, okay, I have a question. <laughs> Why is Rush at this keg? So, so I forgot to mention, they're going to a keg house, like, what is it, like a convention or something? It's a sorority inner mural convention. <laughs> and Rush, yes. Yeah, why is Rush, Rush there? Rush is an alum. Okay. Yeah, I thought like he paid least, for the hotel. He paid for something, which he probably Donna's did. And mom is an alum. And can I just say, because of 90210, I wanted to be in a sorority so much really? when I went to college. Really? Oh, yeah. I actually asked. Wow. But I went to a Christian university and they, they didn't have them. That's a can bummer. I ask you a question? Yes. Is that okay? Okay. So the name of the episode is P.S. I Love You. Okay. So I thought to myself, what does PS really mean? Because, you know, Amber's, yes, I will, will speak in third person, <laughs> second person, whatever. But um, so I'm like, what does this really mean? I have to find this out. Uh-huh. So it really means postscript, meaning in addition, and it's Latin, and it needs to be after you sign a letter. 
And studies have shown many people first skim the letter and then they go straight to read the PS. So we're just PS people. <laughs> and I, I agree with that. Yeah. So what is this PS I love you? Well, that's a Beatles song. First of all, did you oh, look that up too? Oh my too? gosh, thank you so much. That answers my question. It's a Beatles song. They have a lot of Beatles songs on uh, as titles. Okay, so that that was what I looked up. And also, this was the last episode that Jim and Cindy Walsh or or the parents were in before they moved. <laughs> they got so, rid of those parents. <laughs> They're yeah, like, I'm done with this show. Time for the parents to be out of the picture. Yeah. These these were college age um, adults moving, you know, on in their life. And Jim and Cindy, yeah, they re- had reappearances and guest appearances. But, you know, it was time. Things I think changed. so. I mean, Andre- Andre- Andrea, I always do this on my podcast. I always <laughs> call her Andrea. Andrea just left a couple episodes before. Oh, uh-huh. you know what we should do before we get into this? There's a lot of history. Season five had a lot I mean, a lot happened in season five. Kelly got burned. Uh-huh. Um, Dylan was a druggie and completely recovered and had those weird dreams. <laughs> that's another episode he, I want to do one day. He went through hypnosis. He did. Oh, my God. That's right. He went through hypnosis. They became a screenwriter. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the obvious choice. Um, Andrea had an affair. Uh, gosh, what else? There is so much that happened in season five. Donna and Ray, they hooked up. I mean, they didn't hook up, but, you know, they were dating and Ray was abusive. He, he, he threw her against the wall in Portland, remember? And I think, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're my, you're the, you're the 90210 girl here. But wasn't that the episode before this? When Ray and Donna went to Portland and found David's mom? Perhaps. Yeah, because be. she says... I'm scared of you. You scared me. And I'm thinking that's what, what she's referring to. Um, what else happened in season five? Oh, Josh Richland died. Yes. And oh, uh, you forgot the biggest thing. Let me, let me think here. I, I mean, there's so much. Go ahead. Brandon proposed to Kelly and Dylan proposed a trip around the world and she rejected both of them. Okay. Look, since we're talking about that, what would you do in that situation if you were Kelly? Well, I would go with man I love. Right, but she doesn't know who she loves more. You know? Because what she said to Dylan was, you may have found me in a past life, but I haven't found you. That was harsh. I forgot about that. I feel in, in, in this episode at this time in her life that she really did love Brandon at that time. I don't think Kelly ever loved Dylan and I'll be completely honest. I never liked them together and I don't think they ever worked out. I like them together. Maybe for a little bit of time, but not Yeah. maybe like when he came back and in season nine, which I I'm actually a big fan of season nine, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I'll ever do it. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was really good with Gina. Gina was good too. What else happened? So Josh Richland died. That was Brandon. Brandon ran for was a student governor. What was he? What did he run for? Was president? Okay. Um, anyways, I just but we have to kind of re- talk about Brandon and Dylan because this is a pretty main part of the episode. 
Kelly turned down Brandon and Brandon's really upset. Anybody would be to get turned down for marriage. Uh-huh. Dylan is Dylan's kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's like, I'm over it, <laughs> you know. But Brandon, he's like, I'm going to Palm Springs. Yeah, Brandon's pro- he's pretty upset. Yeah, he is very upset. And I also feel that when Brandon proposed to her, it was more as a last ditch effort. effort. Yep. Yeah, it was more out of fear. It wasn't out of love. It was, hey, I heard that Dylan is going to take you around the world. So I got something to offer to you, too. Man. Right. Well, that but was actually was the episode fantastic. before this, right? That must have been the episode before this. Yeah. Okay. But he, so we're directly after that episode. Uh-huh. He did propose with the ring and the rollerblades. That was actually that really was, cute. Yeah, but I've never seen her rollerblade before or after. <laughs> so I, I don't buy the rollerblade thing. I don't think she's doing that on a regular basis at the mm. beach apartment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, okay, we'll, we'll get back to here now. So Rush tells Steve he fixed him up with a woman named Robin. And Steve is, doesn't sound too great happy about it. Now, who was Steve dating? Was, he was dating Celeste, right? No. In season five? Typically, Celeste, in their, their freshman year at California University, which yeah. is fictional, <laughs> right. she basically <laughs> saw that he wasn't going to be faithful to her and she was out of there. Um, I have some things to say Go ahead. about what I have some things to say about rush and his dating match service that he's offering up to Steve. <laughs> okay. Okay. I do agree with Steve that you never want to go out with somebody that your parent has handpicked for you. Cause it's never worked out for me. Definitely. I know I, you, you've you've gone through that a lot, huh? Yeah, my yeah. mom just brings losers home to me. They all have <laughs> issues. Okay, sorry, mom. I know you're listening, but it just doesn't work out. Okay, but then I'm thinking to myself, maybe Steve should listen to his dad because he's not doing so well in the romance department. That's you a very good hang- point. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe you should listen to your dad. What's wrong with this? But I do have the quotes from Rush. Okay. Where he says, do you have bubbles in your think tank? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And you're a knucklehead. Knucklehead. (laughs) He talks like he's from like the 40s. (laughs) And she's a real dreamboat. Dreamboat. Yes. And and Steve's response is, am I a stunt animal to you? Oh, I remember that one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, does Steve think he's... He's got it going on with the ladies because he really doesn't. He needs some help. Yeah. Really hasn't had a long-term relationship. I don't count Celeste. And I do not count Kelly because he's just obsessed with Kelly. He does, And he kind of dated Claire for a while in season six, right? But that's after. Yeah. So he didn't really have any girlfriends in season five? No. Val, he was after Valerie. Yeah, I mean, again, that was just like, let's get it on. Yeah, I mean, he's just horny. That, that <laughs> was just more like serial, yeah. serial dating. Right. Well, the, the the relationship between Rush and Steve is very complicated. Mm-hmm. Always. There's always some kind of, you know, friction going on with those two. Uh, I agree. Well, well Steve, Steve calls Brandon and um, we get this clip. Oh, hey, Steve, Brandon called, said he's not going to be able to make it. 
Uh-uh. That's not acceptable. No way. Forget about it. He's not in the fraternity. Dad, he lost the election. His parents are moving to Hong Kong. And Kelly dumped him. I think he needs keg now more than ever. Hi, what we have here is a spacious Spanish in the flats. Lots of homey charm. Yeah, who cares? Where's Brandon Walsh? Oh, what agency is he with? Hey, hang up out there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's me, bro. What's up? Hey, what's going on over there? Have another going-away party or something? Nah, it's called a caravan. 30 commission-hungry real estate brokers complaining about our lack of closet space. That's all the more reason you should be here. Steve, there's just too much going on here for me to cut out. My parents are leaving today. Well, perfect, because nothing starts until tomorrow. Ain't gonna happen. Okay. Okay, but just assure me this has nothing to do with the fact that Kelly will be out here. Look, I just started to load the car. I gotta get their luggage to the terminal early. All right, man. But if you change your mind, you come running, okay? We'll be here. Yeah, thanks, bro. So, I know you're gonna have something to say about this, Amber. Kelly, sorry. Kelly gets Jen and Cindy the cheapest going away present. Yes! How did you know that I was gonna mention that? Because it's... Because you read that book, huh? You read that book I sent you. <laughs> yes, I forgot. Alyssa did get me the 90210 mm-hmm. book. And it's I, called a very special 90210 book. Yeah, that was that was another awesome gift. Okay, so the question for me is why is Kelly showing up with this palm tree looking thing that she claims she got at the farmer's market? Farmer's market. It looks like she got it at a, um, like a, one of those knockoff uh, gift shops, like for, to get the, you know, you, like you, you in New York and you want to get like a empire state building and you go to like a place, like, like a bodega and get it there. That's yeah, exactly what it's like. But again, is Cindy really supposed to put that in her luggage? Is she going to carry it on the plane? It's a nice spot, Kelly. And another thing I have to say is, uh-huh. did you check out the luggage, the parents' luggage? No. Yes. Okay. Was it like old, luggage, old school? Yes. It's, it's similar to what I would think I Love Lucy would be. Oh, wow. Using. Yeah. Okay. That. And why would you want to have your last meal at the Peach Pit? I okay. guess they want That's to- exactly or- what I was going to say, too. <laughs> oh, also... Um, Kelly's outfit is actually really cute. Did you notice that she was wearing like suspenders? I'm like, a yeah, I didn't really like it. And I don't like her hair either. Oh, I like her hair. She looks so nice. Like she stepped out of 19, like, like literally she steps out of the nineties. She looks exactly like, like anybody would have dressed in 1995. Yeah. I will give you that. She looks really cute. Um, and then Val has a snarky comment for Kelly and she says something like, uh, you're the Terminator, you know, you can take two guys out. Two guys in out one shot. Yeah, one yeah. shot. That was pretty funny. I've always loved their, uh, their, their rivalry. Uh-huh. Love I, I love it how she always shows up. Yeah. Just at the <laughs> wrong moment. And, and again, it does take Kelly some courage to go over to Brandon's house on the premise of, I'm going to say goodbye to your parents. She is reaching out to Brandon to try to make amends and say, look, just because I'm not ready to get married to you doesn't mean I don't want to have a relationship with you. But again, how many men's integrity would not be shattered or self-esteem 
would you still continue to date somebody if you knew, knew they didn't want to marry you? No. And, that, and I remember he tells her, we just can't go back. He's absolutely yeah. right. I don't know if it's in this episode or the one after, but yeah, he, they, they can't go back. It's like, it, you've already kind of burned that bridge, you know? Um, okay. Then we're at uh, the beach apartment and I was noticing Donna's old school computer. Did you notice it? <laughs> I totally noticed that, but it was right on track. For the times. And did you notice her shirt? Uh, flower? Was she wear the flower shirt? You can totally tell it's a polyester blend. It was and cute. I, would, I know. I would have worn that under overalls, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, but let me tell you, polyester makes you sweat. Yeah, and, it does. And that's kind of the bad thing. But polyester was huge in the 90s. You know, everybody was wearing it. Okay, I also have a comment here. David's mustache looks really bad. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. <laughs> it's like, was he like preparing for some film role? Because like, he never had a mustache before. It's, it's yeah, like- it kind of came out of nowhere. And again, Claire's hair and Claire's clothes are always a nightmare. Yeah. I was not a huge Claire fan. She was kind of funny. But she also never really like meshed well with the group, which I kind of loved, you know, she was kind of like, I I think the best couple, this is, this is my total honest, honest opinion. Ray and Claire would have made a good couple. Really? No, she would have pissed him off. Yeah. But they're both like outsiders looking in, you know, they both don't really fit in with the group. Yeah. You know, I agree. Yeah. Um, So Donna is having, she has like a big speech to, Say now is this is this um involving the or sorry regarding the uh, Rose Bowl thing? She's this trying is, to be the Rose Princess or whatever. The, no, the- she's she's already in the sorority, and she runs for a Rose Princess. If that's a real thing, I don't know. Um, after okay, um, I'm sorry. After this season, into the next season, when she's still dating Ray, right? And she's moving towards Joe. Okay. Oh, Joe. And she's getting away from the abuse. Oh, he was so cute. I liked Joe lots. I know. Uh, anyways, Kelly tells Donna she can't go to Palm Springs, but she won't tell her why. Hmm. Yes. Why so secretive, Kelly? Why was she so secretive? I mean, we, we figure it out, but. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, then we have Luann. I love her. <laughs> oh, Luann. Okay, Amber, we were talking about this earlier. Luann tells Ray, per the serious sound and tune there but we didn't hear, <laughs> we didn't hear anything because they cut the music out yes i did notice that too you know and if, i'm telling you if i would have busted out my dvds i do have the original music on those i just put yeah they cut the song out it was apparently a, a it was a, apparently a pretty serious sounding song <laughs> and that's pretty much all that scene is she just says are you upset about well, donna Yeah, she's she's giving motherly advice to Ray. Yeah, which I would not take from her. (laughs) Right. But he does ask a very serious and important question. He asks his mother, what was it like between you and dad? Oh, right. Yeah, because I know like he was alluding to to his father being abusive. Right. And it always is a cycle. Mm -hmm. Almost always. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like, I always liked Ray. I mean, I know he's an ass, but I always liked him. <laughs> he was cute. I was not really a Ray fan. Really? 
No, uh, the sideburns. I just didn't. I always like those sideburn guys. <laughs> I like Brandon, but Brandon didn't really have sideburns like Dylan though. But with Ray, I just wasn't attracted to him. And I did look up what he's currently doing now. Jamie Walters. That is, Oh, I know what he's doing, but go ahead and tell us. Yeah. He's a paramedic and a firefighter. And let me tell you though, even though I was not a Ray fan, if he did save me, you know what I would say? I would turn and say, hey, were you on 902 and 0? Can I get an Honda? <laughs> I still think good. I, I was telling Amber, I think we should bring, <laughs> I think we should pretend to have like a friendship problem and go to, or pretend we're like married and go to uh, Cindy Walsh's uh, therapy. Cause Carol Cindy, Potter, Carol Potter has, she's a family and marriage therapist. And I would love to just go there and say, hey, <laughs> we got some problems. Help us. Let's admit that. I want to know if she's going to accept my insurance first, though. Oh my I'm God. Not paying out of pocket for her services. Okay. I just wonder how many people go there and, you know, recognize her. Okay. So then the next scene, Dylan's packing for a month. He's going to Hawaii and he's excited to see Erica. And he, I also have on my notes, he has a terrible mustache as well. Yes. <laughs> Where did that mustache come from? You know, somebody in hair and makeup was trying to go in a different direction and it just wasn't working. <laughs> and let me just tell you my observation. Okay. He's carrying an army bag. My dad actually, and it's a duffel bag, had that same bag. Really? Because he was in the army. And we flew to Maui and someone took it from baggage claim. Because they had the same bag. So my dad started running after him. Hey, you don't take my bag, kid. Oh, my God. How funny. <laughs> so as soon as I saw the episode, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of information that doesn't pertain to anybody else's life but mine. But that's kind of interesting because you were going to Hawaii. Dylan's going to Hawaii. It kind of tracks. <laughs> so then there's a clip of... Um, Char- Charlie remember Charlie now Charlie is the guy who uh D- Dylan went to rehab with he's the one that says take off the hat right isn't that Charlie? What, what yes what was on the hat rolling stones yes and what did the rolling stones represent it represents drugs <laughs> <laughs> wanting to get high when I see that hat <laughs> it's like my friend got me this hat okay <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and that's your problem if you have a problem with it. That was some funny stuff. So Charlie is like his writing buddy, right? They 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 co-wrote Dylan's movie together, didn't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. When uh, Charlie was working at the motel. Oh, yeah. And then he saw Andrea come in. Right. And what are the chances in Los Angeles that she would pick a motel to have an affair at? You know, Dylan's that, visiting. That Dylan's hanging out at. <laughs> That was a pretty funny what a coincidence. I One know. Oh, that's Charlie, Airport Express. Lucky me. Hey, man, you're early. Plane's not till six. Change O plans. You are not going. What do you mean I'm not going? If you sell the script, I'll come back. I think you sold the script. Not exactly. But some independent money has stepped up to the plate. So take a meeting with him, man. You don't need me for that. Get this. 
One of them is a paragliding company. They love the chase scene that you wrote. They want to give you a demonstration tomorrow. I get to fly this paraglider? You about ready to cancel that reservation for the luau now? Yeah. <laughs> Jake, Jim, and Cindy, sorry, going to the peak to, to say goodbye to Nat. And I thought that was, this is actually a really sweet scene. He says something like, you saved my business. You did this. You know, Nat says that to Jim. And then Jim says, you've been great to my kids. Oh, I really love that line. I always had a thing for Jim Walsh. What? Yes. You never told me you had the Amber, for him. Amber, I have a thing for guys in suspenders. Really? <laughs> yes. Does your husband know this? Does yes, he, he does. Suspenders? I, I always Horrible. tell him <laughs> I have a thing for guys in suspenders. <laughs> Jim Walsh was, okay, Jim Walsh was just a few years younger than us when this, when this show started. That's crazy. I do not like the chest hair. Well, or the I, mean, arm I don't either. Hair. Yeah. He's a hairy man. I thought he and, was pretty and, handsome. And I don't do bald. Sorry. I, I need a little bit more hair on the head. Not the arms, not the chest or the back or the butt. I just always liked him. He was always so unfair uh, with Brenda and Brandon, though. Brandon always got like the best treatment over over the two. Don't you agree? Brandon was a favored one, the favorable twin. He, he, he really? Brandon, yeah. I disagree. I think that Brenda was favored. No. Because Brandon was working at the Peach Pit. He's the one that had to pay for his car when he took E. <laughs> at the, euphoria. At the euphoria that we thought was <laughs> a real drug. And... Then Jim and Cindy sent her to Minnesota to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that Brandon, like, you know, the whole thing about sex and stuff, like there's a, there's a, there's a scene where Brenda says, why is my entire value system on the line? And all you, and you gave Brandon a condom basically, you know? Yeah. There is a, a, a difference because male versus female but they did send her to france paris france when she was shocking up with dylan <laughs> when she disobeyed them yeah it's true <laughs> i just i just always thought that uh he she got the the short end of the stick um okay so then val comes in and um they she says goodbye to her oh and before this uh cindy tells brandon keep an eye on valerie and her incense <laughs> yes <laughs> i did sense in air quotes <laughs> Oh, Lordy. That always cracks me and up. And that will come to be a factor later on in the episode. Oh, yes, it will. Foreshadowing. We'll, we'll get there. That's the next episode. <laughs> okay. So, um, and then it's really cute. They have like a big group hug. Super cute. Yeah. Um, okay. This is another, <laughs> another scene where they took the song out. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, yell at me if you want. Just say something. beautiful song and I think we've done enough yelling no I don't know what happened last week I just uh, I snapped you scared me you really did don't you think I scared myself I mean the last thing I want to do is hurt you love you I know you do I know but no look I didn't know how much I needed you 
I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get you back. Well, if you come with me to Palm Springs, sit with me in the sun, cheer me on during my speech, yeah, I think, I think that would help. You want me to come to Palm Springs to the Alpha Convention? A lot of people are bringing guests. You did say whatever it takes. In that case, I can't wait to go. Great. Yes, <laughs> I saw be. that. <laughs> so, so it just shows Ray. He just, it looks like he just finished a song and he's on uh, Donna's porch. <laughs> and Donna's like, that's a beautiful song. <laughs> I thought it was me at first that I missed. No, it. you didn't miss anything. Yeah, and then I realized, oh, they cut out the song. I looked at the trivia of this, and he actually did write her a song called Donna. Oh. Yeah, we just, we don't get to hear it. Sorry, guys. I don't have the lyrics or anything for you. Why did Jamie Walters, of all people, have his music taken out? He was on the show. Maybe because he has uh, the rights, and they have to pay him. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, you know, like Color Me Bad, all these people. Oh, who was on there? Christina Aguilera was on the show. And no her, way. Oh, yeah. Like in the late, late 90s. Yeah. I don't like, remember that. Well, you won't you won't ever see her. <laughs> they just talk about her, but you never see her. And I think that's I mean, I, I've talked about this in my podcast so many times about how upset I am that the original music was taken out of these episodes. Yeah, because I, I you know. Back in the day, man, music was the thing with this show. Like, it just, it set the scene for, you know, everything. Yeah, it takes you back to how you felt as a teenager 100%. when you were watching this show. And I, one of my favorite songs is by the Rolling Stones because of the show, a, a certain scene. Which, which one? Um, can't buy me satisfaction. Sorry, I shortened the. the oh, I title. You can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction, and because they go to the Rolling Stones concert, and which was actually pretty cool that Ray got Donna in. That was the season, I did, yeah, right? Sorry. Wasn't that? Yeah, because because Dylan had the Rolling Stones hat. That was this season. They pretend to be like uh, vendors. Yes, <laughs> like the like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Remember from Greg. Greg and Marsha. <laughs> um, I have a little comment here. Donna looks super cute in her floral shirt and cut off shorts. You yes. could totally rock that outfit today. Yeah, it's coming back. It is. Oh, gosh. Everything's coming back. Um, I have Ray is apologizing for Portland. So, yeah, that's what we're talking. I'm pretty sure that's what we're talking about. Portland. When he threw her against the wall. I remember he was pissed because she wouldn't sleep with him. Remember that? Well, I kind of agree with him on that. You can't, you know, start and yeah. then yeah. not, you know. But he was also pissed because she was spending more time with David. Remember? She was. Yeah. He was totally jealous of David. And oh, he made yeah. a comment about, well, don't you stay in touch with your mom? Didn't you know she was missing? Yeah. He was a jerk in that episode. <laughs> And it was pretty obvious David was trying to get back with Donna too. Okay, so we go back to the Walsh house. Now, I, I, I think I mentioned that they're selling the house. I think I mentioned that. So there's a realtor that 
yeah, the realtor can come in at any time to look to show the house. And uh, they get Brandon gets back and it's like, what, nine o'clock? And they're showing the house. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? Well, you know, it's a 24 hour business. Yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> What's her name? Candy? I don't know. Like Candy Spelling? It's a weird <laughs> name like that. Candy or Cookie or <laughs> I don't know what her name is. It doesn't matter. But she does come back in season six, remember? Um, because the house didn't sell. Because the house didn't sell. That was so funny. <laughs> okay, well, we, that's a totally different episode. Okay. Um, so they, Brandon and Valerie decide to go to Palm Springs together. And Valerie's going to take her car. Remember, she got that brand new car? Because she got money from... Was it Rush? From Jonesy. Jonesy. Yeah, Jonesy. Yeah. What did she get? Do you remember what car she got? I do not remember. Well, I mean, it's in the show, but I don't, I, I don't know cars very well. But do you remember when um, Kelly's stalker uh, keyed Valerie's car with Die Val? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually Tara. Tara. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, man. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Okay, so I noticed that Kel, uh, Kel, well, Kelly goes to the burn center, and I noticed the sign says Claremont Burn Center. Um, she picks up Allison, who's wearing overalls. I have it in exclamation mark. <laughs> overalls. She's going to stay with Kelly. Mm, okay. Um, now, let's, let's tell everybody who Allison is in case they've been living in a cave. Allison is the one who was with Kelly when they essentially caught on fire. Right Mm -hmm. at a rave house, the rave house. So there was some kind of electrical malfunction. Kelly and Allison were in a soundproof theater bathroom bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And they ran the sink. Right. Yep. And uh, Allison was really burned bad. Uh, Kelly was just burned, was just on her neck and her back. I think it's like her neck and her back. Right. Yeah. More more of the neck didn't 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 touch her face at all because you know she's a model right she's got her <laughs> modeling career going on so she could still continue per her mother jackie okay so then the next uh i think uh, is it steve steve and his dad are playing tennis with allison and her dad not allison i'm sorry not Allison. robin robin, robin and her dad and uh, my comment was, I've never seen Steve play tennis until this episode. Did, did he play tennis in the Roger, uh, the Roger episode where Roger wants to kill his father? Roger Azarian. Roger Azarian. A-A-A. See, you Matthew know more Perry. than I do. Yeah. Maybe, you know, Steve was actually pretty athletic. He was a jock. He played uh, basketball. He ran track. He ran track. Yeah. Uh, he played volleyball <laughs> at the beach. Oh yeah, he was he was good at volleyball. So I, I guess tennis is his thing then. Yeah, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> okay. Oh, he does play golf too. Oh yeah, he sure does. Every date Rush has ever set me up with has had major baggage. One girl's father was suing him. Another girl's mom he was trying to date. I'm telling you, the list is endless. Maybe you're overreacting. Rush doesn't change. There's always an angle with him. Ah, you think you got problems with your dates? What? Not you and the vampires. Bro, I'm telling you, all last night I can hear her breathing in the next room, waiting for me to come in there and handle her action. Well, she's been breathing in the next room all year long. Maybe you're the one overreacting. I don't think so. How do you do, amigos? Months. Hola, months. New look? 
Nah, I just wanted to be packing. Uh-huh. I got margaritas in one holster, slow gin fizz in the other. Who wants a squirt? We do. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, none for me. Brandon, are you sure about this? I mean, you're the one with the man-eater snapping at your tail. Seldom wrong and right again, Steve. Hit me with a little bit of that gin. Huh? <sighs> Give me some more of that. Attaboy. Right, Brando came to party. Let's go get <laughs> some. Cucaracha. Um, I just put, Steve is very happy to see Brandon. They're so cute. I love their friendship. Yeah. And then, I like it. And then uh, Munz. <laughs> Munz uh, has like a, what is it? Like a um, a dispenser, an alcohol dispenser attached he to it? has a, what I would describe as a backpack. Yeah. Filled with a two different types of liquor, a tube of liquor that you just squirts in your mouth. Right. And previously they had cans of quote unquote soda <laughs> and the labels fall off. It's really beer. And again, all these, these adults are really Twenty. They're probably all under underage drinking. Yeah, they are because Brandon mentions about uh, Steve using his fake ID. <laughs> I yeah. So they're almost 21. <laughs> Remember Kelly turns 21 in season six, the Dave cause concert. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. But I, I watched these not too long ago. Yeah. Steve turned 21 on the queen Mary. When oh, the prince yeah. wants to marry. With Clay. the Goo Goo dolls. The Goo Goo dolls played yeah, his, at went, his birthday. I went to the queen Mary too. I have never been to the queen. No, I have been when I was a kid, but I don't remember it. I spent the night. It's really cool and it's haunted. I gotta do that one day. We gotta just do that. So Brandon takes the slow J. He doesn't take the, he doesn't take the girly drink. <laughs> That's what I noticed. <laughs> and okay, now this is a treat. I was talking to you about this earlier. We love to see Brandon drunk. This is a treat. Because you yes, never I never see this. You know? Yeah, it's a it's a whole different side. Brandon's Brandon's usually very controlled. And what I really like about his character is that he is the Boy Scout. He does the right thing. You like that about him? That's what I like about him. And this is a departure and we needed to see that too. And he does, he, he needs to have a release because of everything he's gone through recently. Yeah, he had a really rough season. You know, yeah. losing Josh was really hard on him too. Josh Richland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that happened right in front of him. I know. Oh my gosh. I remember that. Okay. So then Ray and Donna pull up in his beat up truck, which <laughs> there's all these fancy, like rich cars and he comes in a beat up truck. Ray doesn't the know. Ray mobile. Yeah. The Ray mobile. Ray doesn't know anybody there. And he's like, he's, he, he you can tell he just does not want to be there. He only did it to make her happy. I, Ray always cracks me up because he's always talking crap about her friends. It always it cracks yeah. me up. Always, he's like, "Oh, they're you know the stupid keg house, you know village idiots." <laughs> it's always you know, talking. If I had if I had a boyfriend that was always talking crap about my friends, that would really start to wear on get you. to me, right? Yeah, right. it would wear on me. But these people are important to me. Maybe they have a rough exterior, but they're my friends. I think he's cut, cutting on them to try to isolate her. And oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and I love it when he blames her for yeah. everything. 
I wanted to go home, but you wouldn't let me. Yeah, he's like a narcissist, kind of. Like an early version of a narcissist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so then there's a big pool party, which looks so fun. Doesn't it? Yeah. I want to jump in this pool. But Brandon is getting shit-faced, and it's hilarious. He goes, it's a month's bear me! Bear me! (laughs) (laughs) And then he cannonballs into the pool fully clothed. Hilarious. And he's so white. He needs a tan. Oh, not as white as me. (laughs) And he's got sandals on. Yeah. He's got like sandals. No, no, no. They're, uh, what are those called? There was a, they were really popular in the 90s. There's a Velcro on them too. Right. But they were not, were they not Birkenstocks? Birkenstocks were like, no, those weren't it. I don't remember what they're called. So, so they're playing, I would say it's like water polo, but they, they call it volleyball. The pool is like packed. Yeah. It's like there's hardly any room in there. Anyways, Donna is uh, on top of, uh, is it Steve? No, Brandon. Brandon comes along to do, put her um, on top of his shoulders to do the chicken fight against Robin. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And And Ray is very uncomfortable seeing her in a bikini and her and her or I'm sorry, Felice, her mother, is making comments. And I think to myself, the bikini actually isn't that revealing. I don't know. I thought that at first, and then I saw, like, one of her boobs hanging out. It wasn't a thong. No, it wasn't. But Donna always dressed like that. I mean, what's the big, you know, if I had a body like that, I'd dress like that, too. I'm totally honest here. Yeah, it's okay. All right, when I was your age, bathing suits were a little more discreet. The least you could do is stop standing here gawking at her. So you don't approve of what she's wearing? Please. Well, Mrs. Warren, I think you might want to sit down. We actually agree on something. Well, I haven't had any luck in getting her to tone down. Maybe it's time for you to try it. Donna, time to get out. Get out. Dude, I don't. Oh, this is the funny part. So then Charlie, we're, we go out to Dylan's house. Charlie and Dylan are watching a video of him paragliding. And Dylan's like, <laughs> Dylan's like, you can't even see me. Why don't you zoom in? Yeah, you can't see him. Oh, I do have some trivia about that pool scene, too. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to skip ahead, but go ahead. Sorry, I forgot. Um, Ian Zeering actually met his first wife, Nikki. She was an extra. In this episode? Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm full of of information. Yeah, you sure are. That's all I have. Oh, I have a clip. 
Uh, so I'll play a clip here. You, you never shot a close-up? You can't even tell that that's me up there. Well, I, well, I'll tell you what. When we get this movie off the ground, then I'll hire a professional cinematographer. Yeah, well, at least I got my butt up there, man. You, you didn't even try. I make it a policy never to get off the ground unless there's a stewardess on board. Well, with these paraglider people on board, we're only about a million shy of the budget, right? Don't worry. Uncle Charlie's got something major brewing. Mm, how major? Major enough to finance the whole picture all by himself. Really? Has he read the script? I faxed him a one-sheet. He wants us to come out to his place in the desert and go over it. If he likes it, we can be in pre-production by summer. What's the catch? Why do you always think that there's a catch? When there's this much money, there is always a catch. Well, the only thing that he said was that he wants us to make sure that there's a part for his girlfriend in the movie. Girlfriend? He says she's really talented. <sighs> did you promise her a part, or did you promise her the lead? Yeah. And Dylan's like, what the hell? Um, it's such a strange, like, switch from the pool parties and drunken people yeah. <laughs> to go to Dylan and paragliding. Dylan is so detached. weird, random. He's so random. From the rest of the cast. Oh yeah, always has been. He's a loner. Oh yeah. Um. So, but they're still gonna go. Dylan's like, okay, well, this guy has the money, so let's do it. You know. But he's he's starting to get a little wary. Like you know, like what what's going on here? I mean, he did let somebody swindle him out of a ten million dollars. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, anybody probably would have done that, honestly. There was not a lot of red flags. There really wasn't. Mm-hmm. You, do you think so? No. He, he really believed Erica was a sister. Maybe she was. Yeah, we'll never know, huh? We never know if that's the truth or not. But well, we could do the DNA test, Alyssa. It was a little... <laughs> take, her, take them on Maury. But, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, it, it was... A little odd that um, she she met this guy, got married, and he wanted to invest in Dylan's company all like immediately. That was kind of odd. No, he wanted Dylan to invest in his company. Yeah, I think it's just better not to do business with friends or relatives. Any kind of money transaction, yeah, or getting somebody a job, anything like that. It just it changes the dynamics. It's a power differential. It's just not good. And I was thinking about it. I said, my God, the, what happened to Dylan just almost killed him. You know, because yeah. he, he self-destructed so bad that he almost died because of his depression and his, his, out, his drug use, you know, just crazy, man. Okay, so then um, Steve and Brandon are driving to get more beer, which... Amber, should any of those guys be driving? No, of course not. Brandon should have learned his lesson from Mondale. Uh-huh. Who was Mondale? Okay, well, we have to explain who Mondale. Mondale was Brandon's beat-up car. What was it, like a pacer? What kind of car was it? I don't know. No, but it was named after Walter Mondale, who ran for president. In Minnesota. And he governor. was from Minnesota. Governor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> governor from Minnesota. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Brandon ended up totaling Mondale, ended up in jail with a DUI. And he promised, I'm never going to drink again. And honestly, 
he might have had like a couple beers here and there, but he didn't really go crazy drinking, did he, until this episode? That's again his coping skill right now. He's blowing off some steam. I, I, I'm totally, I'm all for it. You know, he's, he has gone through a, a really bad time, you know, but that doesn't give you an excuse to drive. He's not driving though. Steve's driving. We don't know how much Steve has been drinking, but yeah. Um, so that's how, that's on my comments here. Should Steve be drinking and driving? <laughs> Steve, Steve, Steve sees the same girl and this time she's wearing a black sun hat and her sun hat is like huge. Maybe that should be a sign. Why is she wearing such big hats? What is she trying to cover up? Exactly. There you go. Oh. Adam's apple. Spoiler alert. Oh, every mustache. <laughs> okay. I got another thing here. So, um, so Steve, Steve wants to meet this girl, obviously, you know, and he keeps seeing her around town. It reminds me of, um, you know what I'm going to say? National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> where he keeps seeing Chrissy Brinkley in the red convertible. Yes. That's exactly what it reminds me of. <laughs> totally um, is. Yeah. So then we go to the beach house and Allison and Kelly are having a romantic dinner with candles and music in the background. Did you hear the music? Yes. And the fireplace is burning. Why would you have the fireplace and all the candles going when you just survived the fire? Does that make any sense? <laughs> and then she says, why'd you make me creme brulee? Is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And then Claire, Claire is spying on them through the window. <laughs> That's not creepy, Claire, at all. Wait a second. Is that Allison from the fire? Yep. So Kelly turned down Dylan and Brandon for Allison. It can't be the way it looks, right? Ah, but why the big secret? We better get going. They just saw us. Mm. I thought you guys were supposed to be in Palm Springs. No, we're still here. Just got tied up doing some errands and stuff for my dad. Allison, Claire and David. Hi. Well, you two obviously want to be alone. I mean, you probably have lots to talk about, so I'm just uh, going to grab my suitcase and then we'll leave. Hi, I'm, I'm David. Yeah, I assumed you were David and she was Claire. <laughs> yeah. Want to stay for some food? More the merrier. Oh, no, we really got to keep moving. Great. Well, bye. Nice to meet you again. Have a good dinner. So that's why she dumped Brandon, right? And Dylan. <laughs> and of course, they're going to think Kelly is a lesbian now, you know? And that's totally okay. Be who, be who you're going to be. <laughs> you sound like the Seinfeld episode. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with that. There's not. If you're trans, if you're bi. No, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But back in 95, it was kind of a, a, a taboo, wouldn't you say? It was a little taboo. Remember, Steve had a frat brother who was gay, and they almost voted him out. 
And then Kelly says, I apologize for my roommates. They're like totally, I'm sorry, they're so immature. I forgot to mention that uh, Allison was the one who put the candles and set the table. That's what she says. Ah. Yeah, that was interesting too, because Kelly's not into her. She just wants her as a friend, you know. But um, well, they bonded in a near death experience. Exactly. That I is it. They'll be, they'll be like, <laughs> so she's, she's Kelly's soulmate, not Dylan. <laughs> that was a good one. Some, what some information to say uh-huh. about Allison? Okay, go ahead. So I I looked her up. Okay, and her name is Sarah Melson. M e l s o n Mel. Yeah. Okay. Melson. Uh huh. Okay. And she did a episode on the Wonder Years. She was the girl at the wedding when Kevin Arnold's father's daughter. Father's boss's daughter got married. So I don't remember that. Sorry. Yeah. And Wayne knew the bride. I don't remember this at all. This must be a much later episode. And then uh, she was also on Melrose Place. Yes. As Billy's date. Yes. Yes. I remember her. She had the same curly hair. Okay, and she was on Murder, She Wrote. But what she has gone on to do, which is super cool, is she is a songwriter. Really? Currently. And one of her biggest hits is called A Million White Stars. Huh. And she no longer has curly hair. She's a songwriter. Uh, Did somebody get her song and sing it? I believe so. We should find a clip of her song. We should totally do that. I'll have to. I'll have to do that. I yeah. usually do that at the. Um, I put that on my Facebook page uh, if I find and anything. She, it is on her songs on iTunes. Cool. Okay, that's interesting. I remember her on Melrose Place. She was. Uh, Allison got really jealous of her. Allison got jealous of Allison. <laughs> yeah, she was. Really, <laughs> she, she was Billy's assistant, wasn't she? Maybe you know Allison was the most annoying character oh my on God. the show. No, but when she was drunk, though, she was the best character on the show. Do you remember drunk? She was all, yeah, she was oh. always jealous of whoever Billy was with. But I love when anybody does an impression of Billy's voice. <laughs> Can you do it? Allison. <laughs> Allison, don't break up with me. I can't. I, I used to be so much better at it. Evan, Evan did a pretty good job. Yeah, too, your brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> he always did. I'm okay, sorry, so Andrew Shue. I know. He's hot. Have you seen how what he looks like now? He's hot. Yeah. Woo! When he did something with his mullet, he, he definitely cleaned up well. He was on, um, speaking of 90210, he was on the 90210MG podcast, which is hosted by your favorite, Tori Spelling, and Jenny Carr. Uh, you need to listen to that podcast, girl. It's good. I know. It's good yeah. because there's a lot of inside information. I mean, Jenny Garth doesn't know like anything. Like, because I guess she had like a, she claims, this is what she claims, Amber. You're going to laugh. She claims <laughs> that, like, the, you know, remember the jet skiing scene from season three with Dylan? Remember that, that one? That she almost drowned. Yes. And had to go to the hospital. She claims that she got a, a head injury that day and has had memory loss since then. Really? <laughs> yes. And she, she will that seriously sit on the podcast. I know she'll sit on the podcast and she'll be like, I don't remember. And literally it was like, not that long ago, you know, 
It was something she doesn't remember. Like she didn't remember that um, that Emily Valentine came back. Really? Yeah, I thought that was surprising because she was in the scene when Emily Valentine came back. You know? Yeah, that was a big deal. That was season five too. I because liked was- Emily Valentine with, and we always call her by her last name too. If you've noticed that, yeah, we're we don't just call her Emily. Everybody calls her. <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Everybody just has a first name, right? I forgot to mention something to my to my listeners here. Brandon was with Emily Valentine the night Kelly was burned. Yes, that's a very good thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Talk about it. It 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 was very and Kelly never forgave him for that. Pretty much, you know, that might have been why she said no to his marriage proposal. Hmm. Yeah, that could have been the breakdown of the relationship. It could have been because she's you know she's like you know I mean he there's no way he would have known that you know. No, it's not like he saw the smoke. Yeah. (laughs) Terrible. Okay. So the next scene, Brandon is still drunk, ripping on Sonny Bono. Amber, do you have any? Yes. I love that. It was hilarious. I didn't clip it, but I wish I would have, but I had too many clips already, but I wanted to clip it so bad. He says some, Brandon is obviously a, a liberal. Sonny Bono is not. And it was a bit, Brandon obviously hates Sonny Bono and he liked to tell people what he thought of Sonny and he gets coming out when you're drunk. Yes. He says something like, I bet he didn't even go to college. (laughs) (laughs) He was a congressman and he's a loser. What did he say? Something. He's a congressman and he's a, um, a scammer. What did he say? He called it something. And he can't carry a tune. Oh my God. Well, he's right about that. (laughs) I actually like Sonny Bono. Well, I mean, I only know him from a couple of songs, you know, I mean, you got me, babe. He was on the Golden Girls. Remember? Oh, we should do a Golden Girls podcast. Oh, we should. Yeah. Um, Anyways, Brandon gets pretty much kicked out of the dinner, which I agree with Rush on that. But months has a nice situation going because his quote is. I got your cake. That was so funny. And he's like, hey, don't touch that cake. (laughs) (laughs) And then Brandon runs into the sign. Yeah, the tripod sign. He goes, I'm not drunk. That was so funny. I just love seeing Brandon like this. I I don't know. I just do. Because it's such a treat. Because you never see him like this, you know? Oh, and can we talk about the prank phone calls he was making too? We're not quite there yet. But we will. We will. Um, I, and I have right here in my notes, I love seeing Brandon drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I did not like seeing him on, on euphoria though. That was, no, that was stupid. I didn't like that either. He was wearing a vest without anything. Without a shirt. (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't a good look. Uh, okay. So then I have in my notes, Val is in the hot tub and her boobs look amazing. Doesn't she have nice boobs? Yeah, Yeah. Beautiful boobs. Right. I mean, she has like the best. I, I I've heard this before. She has the best boob job in Hollywood. That's what I I've heard. Felt that that bikini was more revealing than Donna's bikini. She's bikini. gorgeous. Sorry. I mean, if I were if I was Allison, <laughs> I would go for Val. <laughs> She's absolutely gorgeous. Um, so she basically says, "Hey, come on in." And he goes, "Yeah, okay, you know, I guess so." So he goes into he goes to his apartment his apartment he goes to his hotel to change hacienda hacienda <laughs> yeah um, then I have so we don't go straight back to Brandon Allison comes on to Kelly and I have a clip here so um 
can I ask you something? I'm looking for fashion advice. Afraid not. I didn't think so. Why didn't you tell your roommates I was going to be here today? I don't know. I just didn't feel like discussing everything to death. I wanted us to have a nice day before you headed up north. I don't absolutely have to go. You know, it's so strange because I know that you're looking at the two of us standing here and you see a couple. But that's just so far from the way I feel. You know, Kelly, it's definitely one of those things that you'll never know until you try. I guess what I'm saying is that I know. I'm sorry. I think I should probably get some sleep. And you know, Kelly, let me let me ask you this. Do you think that Kelly was kind of like a little like not is it selfish is the right word or a little vain to think that she, Allison like was in love with her? Yeah. I thought so too. It could be. But she's right on track. She she feels Mm -hmm. that Allison and there was a scene when she did go to the Claremont Burn Center to go see her and Allison wouldn't see her. Oh yeah. That was the same nurse when she went to go pick her up and said, Oh, I'm so glad you guys patched it up. Right, because the the girlfriend broke up with Allison because of Kelly, right? Uh-huh. That's Dana, right. Dana. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, um, so basically Kelly tells her she's not she's she's not gonna go for it, you know. And and oh my gosh, and, and Allison is wearing the 90th floral dress. I I used to wear those dresses all the time. I think I did too. I and love the 90s clothes. I'm so glad they're all coming too. back. But it's a very interesting thing they do in this scene because they're using the mirror. That's actually very, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That they're looking at each other. Yeah. In the mirror. In the as mirror. Basically saying like, uh, Allison's like basically being vulnerable and saying, hi, yeah. Yeah. I got the hots for you and Kelly's rejecting her. Yeah. And it's hard. It's hard to be honest and truthful with somebody and, and lay yourself out there, you know, looking them in the eye. And later on, Brandon has a mirror situation too when he hallucinates <laughs> his parents. That's, so that's what what's coming up next. Yes. What is the mirror symbolism? That is a very good point, Amber. I didn't even think about that. Well, okay, let's go on to that scene then. Brandon, so <laughs> this never happens on the show. Did they ever hallucinate? I know that I know that Dylan hallucinated seeing his dad at his graduation. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the only time I remember hallucinations. But Brandon's hallucinating his parents in the mirror. <laughs> and there's they're saying, don't mess with Valerie. She's a fa- she's like family, you know. You're a role model. Yeah, you're the good boy. And he's like, come on, you know, why can't I have a little fun? You know, I've 
it's been a rough time and he's right. You know, why can't I just let loose a little? Why do I always have to be the good boy? You know? And, uh, and the funniest part, he says something like, I'm not. And then Val walks in and she goes, who are you talking to? That was so funny. And I don't think he ever answers her. He's like, oh, no one. No, I think he says no one. Isn't that funny though? It's like, did she hear that whole thing? <laughs> but she was worried about him. Yeah. That's why she came back up. Like how long was he talking to his parents? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love how that was like their last well, I mean, that wasn't their last scene in the show because they do come back. Both of them come back. But um, I thought that was kind of funny. That was like their well, no, they come back again, don't they? They come back again in this episode. Yes, in the bar. <laughs> yeah, they follow him everywhere. They're like his his uh Jiminy Cricket on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then Brandon joins Val in the spa and they flirt. And it's kind of, you know, it's like, okay, something could happen here. But then they're, they're interrupted by the Keg brothers doing a dance in a conga line. <laughs> it was so funny. And I felt, I felt the conga line was a blessing in disguise because Brandon is wavering. Yeah. Should he take it to the next level with Valerie or should he just keep it friends? He's got the parents on his shoulders. So I felt that this was good timing for months in his conga line. It just wasn't <laughs> meant to be. So then I have, uh, so th- that kind of just spoils the mood, you know, that's over. Um, Dylan and Charlie arrive at the movie producer's house. The movie producer's name is Tom Rose. <laughs> I don't know that why that's like an alias. This guy is like, a, it's like a mafia guy, you know, exactly. right out of the mafia. Like, you think his name would be like Tom, like, I don't know. Capellini or something <laughs> Italian <laughs> yeah and I have in my, my note total mafia guy and uh <laughs> you know and you know Dylan is kind of like getting a little like what's going on here you know uh-huh so uh what business is Tom in that he needs the uh bodyguard he's in um vending machines Oh, he's in vending machines mm-hmm. let's just say it was an olive oil import you mean the guy is connected Dylan the guy is a serious movie investor. He's very knowledgeable. Doesn't answer my question. Would you just be cool about it? He has staked lots of films. This is a no-brainer. Yeah, so are you. Yeah. Well, and then Dylan has a Godfather reference. I don't, I, you've never seen The Godfather, right? Did no, I haven't. Film? Okay, so he says something like, what business is he in? And Tom says... Tom, uh, Charlie says, oh, he's in the vending, the vendor business, the vending machine business. <laughs> That's big. Vending machine. And he's like, vending machine. Okay, so like, you may as well just tell me he was like in the olive oil business. And that's a <laughs> reference to the Godfather, because um, Vito Corleone started in the olive oil business. That was his front. There's always mafia people always have a front so they can have their oh, yes, stuff going they on. have to. Yeah. And I have in my notes, Dylan's very suspicious. And then I have a clip here. Um, and that's the clip. Um, I think that's a clip where they talk about the Godfather. I'll have to go back and look, but okay. Then we get to horseback riding. That was really fun. Yeah, it does. It's romantic in the desert. Romantic. It's like kind of early morning. Yeah. And Ray's talking about what the desert used to be before all the houses were built. Um, 
No, those are mid-century modern houses. His houses have been there for a while. I, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, how old is Ray? Like 20 years older than Donna? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Ray's living in the past. Totally. Well, I mean, we all are. I am. I'm always living in the past. <laughs> uh, Ray's upset because Donna says they have to leave and they've only been out for an hour. And she has to attend her mother's panel. What the hell is that all about? So that's, uh, she. I know she's an alum. She's an alum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you say that? So alumni. She, yeah, she's alumni. alumni. So, she, <laughs> so she has to be on a pa- panel for what? Something to the effect of moral values. Family. Family. Yeah. And from this scene, I feel Ray's being very unreasonable. When he says, you only can give me an hour of your time. The whole weekend is about her doing sorority-related events. But she, didn't she, she tell him she was going to be busy all weekend? But, you yeah. Know, and me. he totally overreacts. Right. And, you know, what I would have done? I would have just been like, dude, I'm booking it out of here. Sorry. Yeah. I mean... I agree with you. I, I think he is being very unreasonable. Um, you know, an hour on horseback riding is actually pretty good amount of time for yeah. me. To, it hurts I mean, after a while. It hurts your thighs and everything after a your while. Your butt. Exactly. Yeah. And who knows how far out they are? They look like they're far out. Yeah. It's take a while to get back. Yeah. Um, then <laughs> Claire and David arrive to the pool party, the, the ride to Palm Springs. And, uh, okay i have so much to say about this (laughs) okay so david tells brandon well brandon asks if kelly came and claire's like nope you know and she does her little shuffling off thing like she did when with allison and kelly you know Uh and then very obvious babe yes sir what was that about uh nothing babe Don already told me that Kelly's got something going on back home. She seen Dylan? No, it isn't Dylan. But she is seeing someone. Look, Brandon, you really shouldn't jump to conclusions or anything. Dave, don't make me get out of this pool. Okay, okay. (sighs) Well, we uh, walked in on Kelly last night with... Allison. With Allison? Allison, Allison? Yeah, Allison, Allison. I think I have the ticket. Tabasco. Forget the Tabasco. How about a beer? <laughs> oh boy. And my question is when does Brandon ever call David Dave? Oh. That's actually very interesting you bring that up. I know, gonna, I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. There's one other time he's called Dave. Donna, when she had the the, uh, the stalker. No, he was a rapist. He was going to rape her. Oh, he's a rapist. And, yeah. Yeah. And David comes in the apartment and she says, oh, I don't feel well. Something to that effect. Just leave whatever it is. You're, the tape you're dropping off. Dave. Dave. And he goes, okay, I'm leaving. Bye. And then he goes back and breaks the door down. And she's like, I'm so glad you knew that something 
something yep. was up. And he goes, yeah, you never call me Dave. Okay. So wait, 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 was this before or after that? Hmm. Good question. Right. I remember what Donna's wearing. <laughs> She's wearing suspenders. <laughs> She's wearing suspenders and she has her hair kind of curly, curly blonde. Yeah, you can identify what season it is by their hairstyles. I think that it was uh, season six. No, I think it was five. Excuse me, when Ray was on the t- on tour with his band, and she was still Ray, with Ray. Ray, yeah, she was with Ray. It was season five. Okay, and he and David would come over to the apartment because of Claire, because he was dating Claire, right. And so Ray felt guilty that David saved her from the rapist and he wasn't there. So that was another ax that Ray had to grind with David. Man, I was always, I was thinking it was later than season five. I think it was season six because she was with Ray in season six. Barely. Well, so my point of this is that this could have been foreshadowing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it could be foreshadowing. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, then so that's what I have in my notes. When does Brand ever call David Dave? Felisa's pissed. Oh, first of all, we forgot to say what David tell. Well, I have the clip there, but David tells tells Brandon that Kelly he caught they walked in on Kelly with another woman. <laughs> and Brandon says, "I want another beer." <laughs> he, he told Steve, "Don't let me drink today." Um, funny, hilarious. So that's how he copes, apparently. Um, so Felice is pissed because Donna missed her panel. Ray takes the blame and she's, she's pissed because it had something to do with family and her family wasn't there, but Kelly was there. Kelly came, Kelly ended up going to the panel. I do. I do agree with Felice. Donna should have been there. And, and just an observation. She walks in at, at the last five minutes, she's dressed in her jeans, her belly shirt, with a denim shirt over it. And later on, Ray wears that same denim shirt when he's trying to dress up for Donna's speech. So I'm wondering whose denim shirt is that? Is it Ray's or is it Donna's? Is that really (laughs) appropriate (laughs) dress up clothing? And yes, I did wear some denim shirts. Oh, I was going to say denim was a big thing in the nineties. You had the denim shirt from the Disney store with the, no, it wasn't. It was, it was uh, Looney Tunes. Oh, Looney Tunes. I got a a lot of pictures of me wearing that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So then, then we get to the prank calls. This was funny. (laughs) This was funny because, you know, I like to see stuff like this because this is stuff that we used to do. No, Alyssa, somebody did that to you and they ordered a bunch of pizzas delivered okay, to wait. your house. Okay, wait, wait. I got to tell my prank call story very quickly because <laughs> that, okay, that's a different one, but I got to tell my, the one with Mavis. Okay, so <laughs> when we were like in, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade, probably junior high, um, Mavis and I, my friend Mavis and I, I'd known her since kindergarten, we were doing prank calls. My dad found out about it. This is so funny. My dad found out about it and said, Alyssa, Detective Detective Martinez is coming over (laughs) to talk to you about the prank calls. So be ready. He's coming any minute here. He's going to talk to you girls and set you straight. (laughs) It was the best uh, discipline ever, right? So Mavis and I are like, oh, my God. So we, uh, he never, obviously, the officer never came. That's not a thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> but my dad scared the like the living s out of us. So we were we were done. We were like we never okay, you need after to that. do that to your son. Oh my god! Right? Okay, hold it down. It's ringing. Okay, this is the game. Match, set, whatever it is. <laughs> hold on, it's ringing. Take it, take it. Doctor's office. Uh, hi there. Is this a uh, Doctor Holden's office? Yeah. Uh, my name is uh Richard Zinia, and I, I am a very well endowed man. And I was wondering if you do some sort of a, a a reduction surgery over there. Would you find that out for me, please? Dude, 45 seconds. 45. You had him on the line. Nice. Thank you, man. Thank you. Party on. Well, what's the matter, Cal? You don't approve? Don't let me stop you. It's all a little lame, but have your fun. Oh, wait, Cal. Come on back. Hang out with us guys. Oh, that's right. You don't like guys anymore. <laughs> Brandon, can you come downstairs, please? Absolutely. Well, hurry back. Ivana Tinkle will be calling the urology department next. What was that crack about? I don't know. You tell me. Did you really leave me for a girl? Who told you that? David or Claire? See, I don't see you denying it. So, women turn you on, huh? They always work for me. Allison is just my friend. Do you have a problem with that? Uh... Excuse me. I'm sorry, this will only take a second. Uh, Brandon, I got that room if you need a place to crash. Thanks. Don't get the wrong idea, Kelly. It's a two-bedroom suite. You know what? I don't care what Brandon does with his life anymore. Obviously, you don't either. He's all yours. Well, I guess she told me. <laughs> Did you notice that they had the yellow pages on the table? <laughs> so funny. I just love watching these shows, man, because you just don't see this stuff anymore, you know? No. Okay. Dylan and Charlie. Uh, Tom Rose's girlfriend is a terrible actress. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> Dylan's then, face. Uh-huh. Dylan's like, oh, God, what the hell did I get myself into? But see, Dylan is starting to get a little wary here, and we have this clip. Uh, speaking as a director, she's got a lot of potential. She's not your problem. Your problem is story. How's that? Look, I know a fair amount about how banks work, and I don't believe calls scam. Now, if I don't believe it, how's your average Joe going to relate? Well, I disagree with you. I've done a lot of research on that. Sorry, no financier could pull it off. You'd see it coming. It works. I know. I think that Dylan's father created this. Yeah, he did. Made himself a fortune. I'd like to meet your father. Yeah, well, good luck. He's dead. your father Jack McKay? Yeah. Why, you know him? Not really, but uh, if you're telling me Jack McKay pulled off the scam, I buy it. Let's get back to the script. Angela! Angela! You know, mm -hmm. Dylan should not be bragging about his father. Yeah! He totally is stirring up Stirring the beans here. He shouldn't be he's, talking about his father at all. Yeah, he should be keeping that private. Okay, so what did he mean by his father? His father pulled it off? A scam? Like, yeah. What he, was I talking I about believe, that? I believe Jack McKay stole money. Um, so then I just have, uh-oh, in my notes. 
already know, Jack. Okay, we know what's going to happen next. Okay, we're almost done with the part one here. I have one more page of notes here. Um, okay, so this is actually a really good scene. Val overhears Ray and Donna fighting uh-huh. and watches them from the window. And I have this right here. Stop acting like I'm not even here. That's one of his most famous lines, isn't it, Ray? So good. Um, As somebody who's been in an abusive relationship, this is very hard to watch. Very hard to watch. Um, I mean, it's been a long time, but just the way he grabs her arm, Mm -hmm. very, very tough. Uh, So basically, he's mad because, well, I guess he's mad because she's mad at him for missing the panel. It has basically. something to do with the, the, her mom's he, mad at her and he's, she's he's mad, mad at her. He's basically mad about the whole situation. Yeah. Because yeah. he's had to be with the drunk keg guys. He's had to watch her parade around in her white bikini. She didn't give him the time. I mean, it, it's everything. And, and his response is, you make me mad. It's your fault. All I wanted to do was go rehearse with my band. Well, let me tell you something, Ray. You need to rehearse a lot more because I don't really <laughs> dig your music. We don't even hear your songs. That's, that's how bad you are. <laughs> so what happens, Alyssa, when they walk up the stairs? Ray pulls her by the arm and Donna falls down the stairs. That's but, a lot of stairs. But was a Tori Spelling falling? <laughs> Did Tori Spelling do her own stunts? I, I think not. Um, you can actually see facial hair on the stunt double. <laughs> I tried to see okay. <laughs> You guys need to go watch this scene and watch it in slow motion. It is like a total man. You can almost see his package in the tight. <laughs> but you can literally see a man's face. Uh, that's supposed to be Donna. And then, at, you know, at the bottom of the stairs, they replace they replace her with Tor- him with Tori Spelling. But if you guys watch it, it's so funny. And the only reason I knew about it is because I've, I've heard a lot of podcasts about this, this episode. And they always say, that's done, Double Man. Pretty obvious. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, he actually has a name, Amber. I, I forgot to get it, but he has a name. <laughs> it's like Rocky or... Can't remember. It's in that. That book. was Donna's dog's name. The died. Okay, it's not animal Rocky. Lab. It's like, oh my god, I really need to know. I'm gonna look it up. Just go ahead and talk. Do you have notes on this? Okay, so um, yeah, I do have a couple notes. Okay, on this scene. Okay, so that scene just seemed to last forever and ever. Yes, it did. It just kept replaying in my mind. So then. The big question is, okay, Valerie comes over because she sees the whole thing. I do have to say, I really like Valerie's dress. Very cute. Oh, she looks so cute. Yeah, a little black floral. Mm -hmm. And she runs in and says, I saw the whole thing happen. Go get a doctor, right? And Ray's like, no, I'm not leaving her. You go get a doctor. So they're fighting over who's going to go get the doctor. Just go get a damn doctor. I know. Okay. And she's wearing her heels to yeah. Valerie, which is like totally cute because she's like running around in heels. You know, I'm like, wow, <laughs> you can run in heels, girl. You got to go. In. You got to go in so, on. Yeah. It's hard to run in those heels. Yeah. There's an emergency with Donna and her facial hair falling down <laughs> the stairs. <laughs> so then the next scene, I believe, is when they go to the hospital 
and Ray and Kelly are there. Well, no, there's another scene before that. Okay. But I have some information on the stunt double. (laughs) You ready? Okay. His name is Bruce. Bruce. (laughs) Bruce, the stunt guy. Okay, I have to read some of these comments. These are so funny. Yeah, I have to read these. This is from forums.primetimer.com. How sad is it when Bruce the stunt guy's boobs look better than Tori's? (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's funny that he has a name. You know what I mean? Like, he's known as Bruce the stunt guy. So was he like, I I wonder if he was in any, any other episodes, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny though. I just love when that stunt stunt guy is uh, referenced. Oh, I gotta look that up again. I yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay, so no, the next scene. Yeah, I have that Valerie was the only witness. Remember, and it comes back to haunt her because doesn't she have to testify at the trial in season six? I think she does. And again, there's a little something going on between Valerie and Ray, but not in season six. They are. It's already been happening, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's already and, and Donna and brings that up later on. Right. And right. and the nun episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the I, nun love, episode. I love that convent episode. That actually is a really, really good episode. It's hilarious. I think it's when Donna finally breaks up with, with Ray. Ray. She does. That's a f- and then and then uh he starts stalking her, remember? Yeah. Because she's going out with Joe. And then Joe punches him out and gets arrested. <laughs> And kicked off the football team. Oh, God. Okay, well, we're giving too much information here. Um, So I have Brandon finally decides to sleep with Val. He and Steve run into the same girl again. He introduces, Uh Steve introduces himself. Her name is Elle. And she and Steve are flirting. She says something like, are you going to, he's trying to pump her gas. And she says, are you going to hold that or stick it in my, what did she say, in my tank? (laughs) Yes. Steve goes, (laughs) whoo. And did you notice how much the gas price was per gallon? No. What was it? It was $1.29. Oh, my God, Amber. Can for, you imagine days like for that? Regular. I mean, given that gas prices are five sixty nine and up these days, I, I do remember being able to fill my car up for 10 bucks. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Well, because, you know, that was this is a year we were driving. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... That's all I have there. Brandon, Brandon went to the store to get condoms, right? That's what he's saying. Necessities. Contraceptives. <laughs> Necessities. <laughs> Necessities. And he said, and Steve's like, I can't believe you're finally going to do the nasty with Val. And he says, <laughs> well, really can't back out of it now. And I mean, it seems like everything just keeps happening to stop that from happening, you know? Mm-hmm. So I mean, again, there's some events that happen. What do they call that? that? Uh, divine intervention. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> So um, anyways, um, they're at the hospital and Don- Kelly Rick rushes in because she doesn't know how bad her injuries are, you know, and she's, <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> Ray says, yeah, I think she broke her arm. And Kelly's like her arm. I thought she broke her neck. And I'm like, her arm's pretty bad too. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you think that too? It's like, hello. You, you she still got injured. Yeah. You know? Too funny. And well, you, know, you, you think worst case scenario when uh-huh. you hear somebody fell down the stairs. And by the way, I did break my ankle falling down some stairs when I was eight to impress the little boy across the street. That's funny. <laughs> because I told him I could jump 14 stairs, which I couldn't. But let me tell you something. I did impress that little boy because once he found out I had a broken ankle, 
he came over and he helped um, elevate my leg on the pillows. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard plan, the story about you. Yeah. My plan worked. Oh, I'm going to have to ask uh, you off, off camera who it was. Off camera. But you know what? Um, I definitely needed some counseling at age eight. Let's, let's just call it the way it was back Aww. then. If I was going after a little boy trying to impress him. <laughs> yeah. I had some issues. <laughs> it's okay. I still do. <laughs> well, um, Kelly asked what happened. And Donna says, did you tell her what happened? And uh, Ray's like, yeah, I told her that you took a tumble. You fell, right? Is what he <laughs> says, something like that. It's actually Is in my she clips. really expecting him to fess up and say, yeah, oh my gosh, I pushed right? her. I grabbed her arm. Right? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so basically, Ray lies. Donna's like, okay, you know, she just, lo- Donna just looks so defeated. So scared. Does. He just Even looks like, she's like, yeah. 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 Felice says, you got to say something. They're going to think you're, <laughs> you have a concussion. But again, this starts a pattern of lying for Donna. Yes. She has to cover him up, basically. And that's what, that's what a lot of people do in abuse, abusive mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what this we're going to. an important issue. Uh-huh. So there's a lot more coming up in the episode. This is where we're going to end it because it's a long one. And we, we have a lot to say, as you guys can tell. <laughs> <laughs> we go off on tangents. Yes, we do. But it was fun. Oh, my gosh. I had such a great time. Thank you so much. You're for- welcome. I just want to tell you the trivia I found out about 90210 today before we go. Yes. Okay. So I was watching a show on Hulu called uh, The Dark Side of the 90s. Uh-huh. And it's a really good show. And the third episode was all dedicated to the Fox Network shows. They talked about Party of Five, 90210. Remember the Heights? Speaking of Jamie Walters. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. on a, I loved Party of Five. Too. Oh my gosh. That's another show we could do. We could do that one. Yeah. yeah. I named my cat Bailey. That's after right. Salinger. Speaking yeah. of Bailey, Scott Wolf is still hot. Yeah. He's still hot. He looks really but, good. You know, I kind of went towards Charlie. After a little bit, because Charlie started getting a, a better looking, you know. I didn't. I never liked Charlie. I never. Yeah, liked, I, I thought he was an okay character, but I never liked him. I never like was physically attracted to him. Yeah, he was kind of a Dylan character. He was always kind of grumpy. Yes, he, moody, very moody. Yeah, yeah. moody. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about that, and I learned two things I did not know. Okay, so uh, they had the Chuck Chuck Rosen, you know, the producer on there or the. Charles Rosen. Um, he's not a producer. Aaron Spelling was a producer. Sorry. He was the, I don't know. He was something on the show. I really should know this guys, but I don't. I, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so um, they said that um, the show was doing really bad the first season. Okay. Which I knew, I knew that. But then in, in January of 1991, when, when the um, desert storm started the war, Oh. There was no Fox News yet, okay? There was no news networks on Fox at all. It was just TV shows. And, you know, CNN was reporting the news or, you know, the news and the war and stuff. And Fox just said, let's just keep running with what we have, you know? How are, you know, nobody's paying attention to the TV anyways because they're paying attention to the war. So let's just keep running 90210. That is when it became popular. I always thought... I I know. I always thought it was the summer episodes in 1991. That's what I always heard because there was nothing else yep. on TV 
for mm-hmm. kids to watch. Oh, it said that it went from the bottom to number 14 in one week wow. in January. Mm-hmm. And I also believe the reason why 90210 was a hit was because adults were watching it. It wasn't just about teenagers relating. It was a lot of, of people in their 20s, 30s that, you know, it was, this is a quote from a coworker. It was a cult classic. Seriously, it was. I think it was too. Made history. Kind of like a taboo. Like, I mean, I had to sneak off to watch it because I wasn't allowed to watch it. You know, that's a cult classic to me. It's yeah. like watching, you know, like, um, what was that movie I could never watch? Um, like Nightmare on Elm Street. I couldn't watch that show, that movie. I was not allowed yeah. to watch it. But I, I snuck off to watch it, you know? The other thing I learned, this is interesting. You might know this. I don't know. Uh, Gabrielle Carteris uh-huh. was 29 when the show started. Yes, I knew she was older. Okay. Yeah, we knew about that. But she apparently lied about her age. No, I did not know. I did not know that either. And I didn't know this. This is interesting. Um, somebody found out that she lied about her age, but this is like when 90210 was like in its prime, like when it was, was really gaining momentum. Uh-huh. And uh, some news story, she didn't say who, threatened to put the story out that she lied about her age and she was so scared she was going to lose her job. Aww. And then she said something that really tracked. She said, once they found out how old I was, they completely changed the Andrea character. Oh, they did. interesting. Well, look, look at the ugly-ass clothes she wears and the, yeah. the storyline she has. She was pretty dowdy, but they needed a character. She was like the mom of the group. Well, they needed a nerdy girl character to be with Brandon because Brandon was on the school newspaper and he was investigating the underbelly, the cafeteria, cafeteria (laughs) coleslaw or, or kids using steroids. Seriously. And there was a sexual tension between Andrea. Oh, I wish they, I wish they would have hooked up at some point. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was the two things I learned today. I was, like, really surprised by that. But yeah. Both are very interesting. I know. Anyways, um, that is all for that. So next week we're going to do, well, this week sometime we're going to record it. <laughs> we're going to do the part two of P.S. I Love You. All right. Oh, part two was good. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Dylan. <laughs> it's all about Dylan. It is. Dylan's like two. hardly in it the first episode. Yeah. And then he's like all in it in the second episode. Yeah. I have so much to say. Well, I haven't seen about, it yet. So about you, that. Do you, you have notes for everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So you already did, you already did your part. You did your homework. <laughs> So I will do my part and we will meet up uh, and record this again. And um, I guess that's it. Do you have anything to say? No, I, I just feel this is so much fun and everybody should give it a try. It's fun. I, um, I absolutely love season five and I'm going to be doing much, many more season five episodes, but I thought this would be a really fun one to start with because of spring break. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and recommend that show I was just talking about. It's called The Dark Side of the 90s. It's on Hulu. Okay, and, I may uh, check that out. Now. It's really, yeah, it's really good. They actually have an episode about uh, Jerry Springer. Jerry, and Ricky Lake and all those Jerry. shows that you and I watch, like, religiously. It's on there. Yeah. 
So um, check that out, guys. And um, as always, you can follow me on um, Facebook at When TV Was Great Podcast and make sure to leave me a review. And uh, Amber, thank you for joining me. Okay. Have a good week. Be safe. Amber, I will be talking to you again very soon. Okay. Happy Easter, everybody. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Happy Easter. <laughs> it's tomorrow. Those, those chocolate bunnies and those eggs and be safe out there and don't drink and drive like Brandon and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Thank you so thank much you. guys for listening. Okay. Take care. Okay.